This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis, along with Warren Harper. We are Altitude Adjustment, the twice-a-week podcast about people, politics, and professions. And it is Friday, 2 p.m., March the 4th. And thank you very much for joining us. We did not, or do not, or are not, ignoring uh, the Ukraine spectacle. And I guess I call it a spectacle, so some people are going to take it, uh, issue with that. But... Um, we're going to talk about that tomorrow, and today we're going to try to stay with a social media conundrum. And so I thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, and really appreciate you taking your time to spend with us. How you doing today, brother? I'm here, man. How's your altitude? <laughs> it needs adjusting. It needs adjusting. <laughs> well, whatever it takes, man. Get you some juice, some something. You know, some mud or whatever. <laughs> I, well, you know, so so um, part of or the discussion today is about, you know, people taking opportunities to say things and what the what happens, the blowback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. So so one of the reasons I wanted to talk about the topic was. Um, there are a lot of people who have said things on social media uh-huh. and and they've gotten fired or they've gotten, uh, you know, in trouble. Um, it, it, almost daily, you can find somewhere someone has said something on social media that the that they're really taking flack over. Now, I'm going to jump on this one. And I'm going to try to walk softly with it because okay. it it does have an element of tomorrow's discussion in it. And I don't want to get there. Uh-oh. But um, uh, Lindsey Graham. Uh, well, let's see what I did. So Lindsey Graham put out a tweet where he talked about... Uh, um, hold on. Yeah, here's here's the tweet. Lindsey Graham's tweet. Is there a Brutus in Russia? Question mark. Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military? The only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing our country and the world a great service. So, mm. Lindsey Graham an elected official, uh, elected politician in the United States government calling for someone to kill a head of state in a, in a um, um, autonomous country. Okay. Calling for the... My head almost exploded. So he tweeted that? He tweeted that. That was his tweet. Did you read any of the responses? 
No, I didn't go to the responses. <laughs> I, because I, I, you know, I knew what some of it had to be. I mean. Followers, you mean? Yeah, I, you, I can, you can hate anybody. You can dislike anybody. But calling for murder, because that's what an assassination is. It's murder. It's, it's not punishment. It's murder. So calling for the murder of another human being should be reprehensible to anybody. Then calling for the murder of a head of state of another country should be off completely off limits to anybody that represents American people. Well, I agree, but the way things are right now, I think that's almost becoming the norm for this GOP nowadays. They they have no boundaries. I understand There's that. No Again, I don't I don't want to get into the okay. the necessary the politics of it. But <clears throat> people have, you know, take when when I when you and I were growing up, one of the main things was is you kept your business to your damn self. You didn't, you okay. weren't out in the street telling everybody your business. You didn't show everybody your family pictures. You didn't do all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So social media comes around mm -hmm. and people just, they just forget all about that because now I can share everything. My, my inner thoughts, my, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's like some kind of a connection for folks. Cause if you look at my social media, there are maybe a couple of pictures of family. And that's okay. usually, you know, something I think is real innocuous, like, I don't know, standing in front of a restaurant or something crazy like that. Um, but, but, you know, I don't, show my family. I don't, you know, I don't invite you. It's not that I'm closed off or I don't want you, you know, my family, I think is the greatest. That's they're, they're my family. And it's not that I don't want you to share my family with you. It's just how I share my family with you. Mm -hmm. You know, what, sure. what, what do I do? And so <clears throat> you got these people and, and you know, the, the idea is that if it comes out of your head, that doesn't mean it has to go to someone else's ears or eyes. And, and I just, I find it interesting that, you know, uh, um, corporate executives are sharing things that they get fired for. That happens. I agree. That happens. But wouldn't you think that somebody in that position has learned how to maneuver uh, politics, you know, business politics, so that they don't say the wrong thing? But then all of a sudden it becomes to social media and they just forget all of that. Right, right. Yeah, they're not really thinking about the reach of that comment at the time. And uh, by the time they realize it, it's... Oops, it's out there now. Right. And you got, 
You got police officers telling racist jokes. You know, I, and they posted it on Facebook. You remember the, the thing back here in St. Louis where they, they were showing some of the posts? You know, they were posting racist stuff. Uh, that, that's going on everywhere, though. I mean, it's not just here. I agree. But yeah. what, what, help me understand why somebody would do that. I don't know if there's a logic to it, only to say that these guys have gotten so comfortable now, or they have been so comfortable that they're not thinking about the consequences when they do it. And then when they realize it, oops, it's out there too late. I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I, I have connected with folks by watching their, um, watching their feed. Their content. Yeah. Watching their content. And they posted about their families and stuff. And that has helped me feel closer. Helped me feel like I've recognized that. And sometimes that has, I've had to rein myself back because I felt too close because I've seen something and I felt I can be able to comment on it. And that's not necessarily my position to comment on it. Right. But you know, it's out there. I can see it. I, and I, and I start to connect and then I feel like, Oh, well, um, you know, you're going to be good with this comment or you're going to be good with that comment or me saying that. And that's just not the case. Exactly. That's yeah, just be absolutely not what the you case. say. You have to, you still have to be careful what you say. And, and, and so I don't, I don't want to pull people back from sharing. I think people should be able to share what they want to share. But I think we have to, as a society, you know, be somewhere. Oh, what do I want to say? Um, understand the ramifications of that long term. So, like, if you put something out there, you hit that send button. It's out there. Yes, it's out yes, there. It you cannot erase it. Once you hit send. It never, ever, ever, ever goes away. Have you ever sent something out, had a second thought, and then maybe either try to edit, delete, or just uh, re rebuke yourself? So, so I occasionally, I, I would get into discussions. Mm -hmm. um, and... And, and so I'm particular about words. I, I try to make sure that my words have, you know, express the meaning that I want to have, want them to have. So, so there's this long thread going on Facebook about some issue. Mm -hmm. And, and I type in, you know, my response. And then I sit there and I look at it for about, I don't know, two or three minutes. I read it twice. I try to make sure I, you know, that I don't, I use the wrong, I, that I use the right, you know, wording. So it's like, instead of saying, if mm. I mean you are, I don't want to type Y-O-U-R. I want to type Y-O-U uh, apostrophe R-E. You are instead of your, 
So I, I you know, I try to check all of that. I try to make sure I didn't yeah, drop a word or two. Oh, yeah. And then I, I try to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense. Then I hit send. <laughs> and what in, invariably happens, <clears throat> and I look at it and go, oh, no, that's not going to work. Even after doing all of that? Even after doing all of that. <laughs> See, you've you've technically, you've wasted all the in- adrenaline mm-hmm. to make that comment and get it out there, but you finally do it, then you're still regretful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just say, ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I just think, you know, words to me are important. And so when I look at it and then I read it, so once once I'm reading it mm-hmm. after I've typed it and I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I wanted to say because I'm in my head now. And then right. once I hit send, I'm trying to look at it as someone else. Someone else seeing it. Someone else seeing it. So I'm trying to get into somebody else's head. And then I go, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That ain't gonna work. So yeah, I've, I've to answer your question, I've I've edited stuff that I've sent before. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, if you make a comment, potentially any nut could have something off the wall to say or or, or negative. You know, it's just it's so many different views out there, and you just don't know where some people's heads are. They can be coming. F- out of space somewhere and you're like what what are they talking about <laughs> i agree and and that's the, the 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 i think the tragedy of it i'm gonna say tragedy i i think that that's a key point is that you know if you so i try to pride myself or i try to to enforce it myself not to hit the sin button on adrenaline Mm-hmm. And the problem that I think I have is um, because I uh, expend such energy in, in creating the post, I'm usually proud of it when I hit sand. And pride cometh before a fall. <laughs> so just when you think you're, you're patting yourself on the back for, for right. something great, then you can look at it and realize, oh, that's it, it could be interpreted differently. And so usually what, what I wind up doing is being humbled by my own words. Mm, okay. So I'll put something out there and I'll hit that send button. And then I'm like, oh, oh man, you know, I, one of the things that, that I try not to do is to be arrogant in my comments. Right. But right. arrogance comes through when you're when you're sure of your what you do when you send something you say i'm sure of this you know and and your wording is aggressive and things like that you know the arrogance comes through so i just i I think i think what you hit on was that a lot there are a lot of people that don't they they go off the adrenaline they hit the first thing that comes through their mind and they send it i've been guilty and then again, like you just said, I've had that humble feeling after the fact. And I'm like, hmm, now what if they say something that I'm going to feel crazy or stupid about? And then you're like, oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> but a lot of times 
oftentimes when you do make a comment, you're looking to see, all right, who's going to be on your side? <laughs> who's going to agree with you? Sometimes I'm guilty of that, you know. Now, so so for me, um, I I tend to believe, and and this is my own hubris, maybe. Mm -hmm. I tend to believe that 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 I'm not going to be in the majority. That most people are going to have problems with things that I say because it's it's usually when I post, there's always somebody that comes back with, but this, but this, not that, you know, and and they're rebutting things that I'm saying, and I don't usually get a lot of thumbs up. And you said the great thing there, which which probably should give me a clue that, <laughs> that maybe I, sh I shouldn't be hitting the damn send button. <laughs> maybe that may be just the, you know, if I, if I, if I uh, look at it the way I should, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe this is a message not to hit the damn send button, but. You well, know. only if you agree with their point more than yours. I agree. I agree. I mean, I keep hitting that send button because, because I still I still want to be a part of the conversation. I want to be heard. Right. Uh, but you know, when you don't get a lot of positive feedback, when you don't get a lot of thumbs up on what you're saying, and most of the time people are um, rebutting things that you're saying, you know, you right. have to eventually at some point you have to look at yourself and go, yeah, yeah, that that's true. That's true. And then on the other side, like I was saying before, if if you people come in on your side, then you're going, yeah, uh-huh. And you're patting yourself. <laughs> and you're patting yourself on the back. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. That's exactly what yeah. <laughs> patting yourself on the back. And you did a wonderful job. And you are just, you know, you are so good and smart. <laughs> I had that happen a few days ago when uh, someone I posted, I shared a photo, wasn't my my post, of uh, a well. It, apparently, this had been out for a while. It was a graphic, well done graphic picture, and you may have seen it. Harriet Tubman on the wall, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's reaching mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, I, seen, I, I saw Carol your post. I saw your Did post. You saw that post? Did uh -huh. you see the comments? No, I didn't see the comments. Oh, I'm not going to call names, but this one particular lady commented on it. And she's talking about, well, you, sh you should be, she should be running to Jesus. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> okay. So basically... <laughs> She, she was in the minority opinion. I'll leave it like that. Okay. Because artwork had nothing to do with that. Right. Jesus saves. This is not about Jesus. And furthermore, if you look at the time in history when this was happening, you know, I, I think it's a bad idea to interject religion into certain situations because it's not a good fit. <laughs> now, now, um, you you are in the black community, like I'm in the <laughs> black community. Mm -hmm. There ain't no such situation where Jesus don't become a part of the conversation. Well, I you think that there is those situations, but no, you know. Well, let me say this. Go ahead. Hey, the lady that commented happened to be white. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> and the people she was talking about were black. And we're talking about the time of Harriet Tubman. Black and white wasn't really getting along too well back then. And for you to interject that that's the answer or that's, uh, you know, okay, that, that's your opinion, but uh, we see it a little different. <laughs> so, so there is another dynamic going on there. And, and that is um, she lacks a level of credibility Mm-hmm. When when putting forth her idea, because your take on the graphic was, uh, as a minority, mm-hmm. these are these are pillars of our struggle, and right. so to to demean a pillar or not demean, but to to replace a pillar of our um, struggle with a pillar that has been used to subjugate us because there is that discussion about, you know, what should Jesus look like and all of that kind of stuff. So, so there is that issue that, that becomes a problem with that, that post. And so I understand. And, and they don't realize when they interject that word, immediate image that pops up in our minds that they have projected on us for centuries. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even say the words white Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 let me think. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and no offense to those religious folks out there, but there's understood. a time and a place when you, you know, you have to stop and think about what you're saying. Understood. And, and you bring up a good point. So, so there was one um, executive, and and I, I had a long list of people that had gotten uh, fired because of posts, and one of them was uh, an executive, or I want to say Estee Lauder, mm, okay, that um, reposted um, a meme. Mm, okay. So, so it was interpreted racially and i i i don't have the i didn't bring that in front of me because i um in all, all the prep i just don't have it so i'm not going to try to go in too deep into that because obviously i don't have the information to back it up but I, I just remember that and that made me think um can we hold people to a different standard when they're reposting something versus when they've created a post Hmm. Different standard. That's a good question. When you repost, you're usually uh, posting something that you agree with or disagree with. So mm-hmm. I think which side they take is going to have a, make a big difference. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to reflect on how they see things. Mm-hmm. I understand. And so, so my thought is, like you say, Probably it's something you agree with or you want to bring attention to because you disagree with it or you have some issues or you have some concerns. Right. And so and so looking at someone's feed, let's let's say they, they don't make any comment. They just repost something that they've seen. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, people assume that because they reposted it, 
that they agree with it. Uh, yeah, especially if you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. But especially if you, if you kind of know the person, you have a better insight into what they're thinking. I agree. And yeah. so, and so to fire someone over a post, a repost, not a yeah. post they created, but a repost. That's something that they found that they reposted. Now, what another side of that argument is if someone can be offended by it, you shouldn't repost it either. Yeah, I could I could see that being an argument. But the problem Especially is, is that if there's something offensive and we don't bring attention to it, we can't have the conversation and and squelch it or to realize that maybe it has some value. But we we eliminate the conversation by if it's a repost, mm-hmm. if it's a repost and there's no context to it as far as what it means to me, mm-hmm. um, we do a greater disservice, you know, by getting offended by it. Because until we know what the, the, the intent was <clears throat> of the person that reposted it, it's just a repost. It's just a, it's information that's out there that we, we should probably look at. And if you want to make a comment and say, oh, this is disgusting. and This is horrible. I think that's fine. But to assume that the person who posted, reposted it, thought it was wonderful is, is a disservice. Yeah. Well, you know, the bottom line is in today's uh, climate, especially with social media, corporations are hypersensitive to uh, their image and uh, how people are connected to their image. So take the Whoopi thing, for example, should she have gotten fired for her comments or maybe being taken out of context, maybe how people viewed her comments when she, when they could have had a bigger conversation, they should have, could have handled it differently. We, we talked about that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. image is so much to corporations that sometimes maybe they overreact. Understood. And so I'm trying to think of how do we explore the idea of a corporation? So, so you bring up a good point. So this is where I want to, I want to tackle that point or at least approach it. Okay. If I don't, if I use my personal account from home, my work hours are nine to five at 7 PM. I post something that is offensive. Mm-hmm. Should my company be able to fire me for that? Yeah. Good question. I think that's kind of a, a legal situation. Cause like I said before, the company is going to be sometimes hypersensitive to reaction and they're going to try to clean it up and, and fix it, you know, whereas it may not be legal, but if they have the authority to hire and fire you at will, it's, you know, you have to kind of walk the line, I think. And that's, that's a good point. And, and here's my, and here's one of the ways I'd like to approach the idea and, and to have a discussion about. Okay. My private time is my private time and you're not paying me for that. Right. Whatever salary that you 
pay me, um, that applies to the time that I am actively working for you. Okay. If I want to post something offensive, then I should do it and, and I do it on my time. Uh-huh. That should not be reflective of you because I'm not using your time to do it. And so what 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 becomes if the if the company is allowed to um, fire you and hire you based on your private time, uh-huh. then what we what will happen is corporations and companies get to choose what people survive, what what people's behavior. They get to determine what's free speech. They get right. to determine what's good behavior. They get to ter- determine who is nice and who's naughty. Yeah. That's true. And they could very, and if they had, a, had it out for you, they could easily use something like that against you should it pop up. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're making a real good point there. Exactly. If, and- they were, if they were already looking a way to get you out and then that pops up, we got him. <laughs> well, and and and, and so, um, one of the things that we that I wanted to talk about. Well, man, you just give me a lot of food for thought here. So at one point, and I don't know if they're still doing it, companies were asking people for their social mm-hmm. media uh, username and passwords, so that they can go through, look at your social media before they hired you. Right. I think that's way across the line there. I I agree with you. And and I think that's a part of that whole privacy discussion. Right. So, so if you, if you as a company, let's say um, you and I, we hire somebody. um, And then we, we find out on their, their uh, webpage or whatever, you know, their social media, that they hated us. Uh, that their their you know their idea was is they thought 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 was, we were stupid or whatever the case may be. Should we be able to fire them because of that? I'm thinking that these corporations now are pretty much writing. Uh, writing certain things like this under ethics and stuff mm-hmm. in their bylaws or whatever, mm-hmm. when they hire you that could justify their actions in those cases. Mm-hmm. In case you try to take them to court. Well, you see section article five, section three, you know, you, okay. you did this. <laughs> and then if you don't have the money to hire a top lawyer to fight it or, you know, think it's worth it, then, what are you going to do? I agree. I just, I'm just trying to understand <clears throat> what are the boundaries of industry to control people's behavior? Because the way it has moved now is that they have 24 hour access to control your behavior, even when they're not paying you. Well, you definitely have to walk the tightrope, walk the line. You have to be careful what you do or say, especially in print or recorded media. So, yeah, they have a lot of power over uh, your life. 
That's a fact. And and should that and and is that warranted? You know, if <clears throat> so, the 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 CEO <clears throat> is uh, a philandering um, a bigot. You know, in in their in their private lives, they're uh, with multiple women. Uh, they fund discriminatory practices. Um, and yet they're the ones that determine the policies by which someone can and cannot be hired. Well, that's pretty much the way it is. And they get away with these things until something comes up that becomes so big that the public outlash is so powerful that they feel they have to take action. Like say, uh, for example, uh, the queen's nephew or son, what was his name? Uh, Andrew, mm -hmm. when, when your when your stuff case becomes so big, like all these sex, uh, abuse harassment cases, when it gets so big in the media, finally they figure they got to do something. Uh, then they take action. But as long as they can sweep it under the rug and it doesn't stick to them, you know, it's going to be business as usual. They're going to let it go until it blows up and gets so big, they got to do something. This is how guys like Epstein did what they did for so long. They, they were able to cover this stuff up, keep it out of the media or the witness or the, um, the victims wouldn't testify. Even when they did, the system didn't treat them fairly. You know, if money rules, uh, even in the legal system. So that's part of the problem, you know, getting guys uh, to uh, be punished, you know. And then when once they get in jail, guys convicted of something and he's got dirt to, that could uh, go down the line and, and affect more people. They end up dead. So this whole thing is about power. Power kind of rules the society we're in. Okay, but but my thought. <clears throat> uh, so let's take um, this the Weinstein character. Mm -hmm. So so Weinstein was was a, a sexual predator. Yeah, and um, a rapist. So they say. And well, it it was proven in court, wasn't it? Yeah, he got convicted. Okay, then he can be called a rapist because he it was, was convicted. convicted in court. Mm -hmm. So, um, but he was able to create um, rules and regulations by which people got hired. Mm -hmm. So he became a moral judge of who got to buy, who, who got to buy groceries, who got to have a place to live. Right. Um, and so, and so by letting companies be able to do that, and, and I don't know exactly where the line has to be drawn. Um, so, so, it, you know, if you talk about eating babies, <clears throat> on your social media account and okay. you've got pictures of you eating human flesh. Um, 
I, I could not imagine supporting you being able to go back to work unscathed. But mm-hmm. if, if you have on your um, social media account that you called a, um, a bagger, a son of a bitch, my concern is, is what, while it may be traumatic for the person that was involved and Mm -hmm. it was on your personal time, you know, what, what does the company, why, why does the company then get involved in that situation? And so I don't know where to draw the line. I'm just saying, I think that where the line is now, it is undefined, which makes it fair game to be used in any way um, that any management team wants to. Yeah, where where do you draw the line with um, how they can respond to certain situations like that? That's that's always the question. Goes back to companies trying to protect their image when they see a problem with how it's going to affect their bottom line or come back at them, then they're more likely to uh, try to try to put out the fire if they feel it's necessary. Well, that's, that's the other thing. So, um, if, if someone does something that is not illegal, but that the company hasn't suffered any financial loss from your behavior, Mm -hmm. um, and you're saying that they react based on anticipation of problems. Is that fair to the individual? Because if, if their actions don't physically cause any harm and you fired them on the anticipation that it was going to fire them, that, that it was going to cause you harm, haven't you done a disservice to that individual? Maybe, maybe not. But here's what I learned uh, when my daughter had an issue uh, on a job she was working with. In some states, like Missouri is one of them, they have this thing called employment at will familiar with that sure basically saying you they can hire you and they can let you go when they feel like it and if you you may argue the case but if they say hey we don't need you anymore what you know then what are you going to do well lawyers probably not going to take it so here so here's the situation so what i'm talking about and, and i understand what you're saying you're saying this is what we have Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is what we need is to have better boundaries for for companies, whereas, yes, at-will at employment means that they can fire you for almost any reason except for protected reasons. They can't okay. fire you because you're black. They can't fire you because you're Asian. They can't fire you because you're tall. They can't fire you because you're overweight. So we need to add protections for social media, for um, for your behavior outside of work. Those protections also need to be in there. They're not there right now. And so because they're not there right now, that allows companies to be more intrusive in your life. Should your employer 
be able to look into your life to find things to fire you, to find reasons to fire you. Mm-hmm. I, that's a good point. I think the problem with what you said is getting legislature to side with that because those laws have to be voted in or written in and, and accepted. So that's the challenge is getting those laws put into place. Well, I think the first challenge is having the discussion to determine what things we want to put them into place because the, the legislature can't put into place something that isn't there. And the, the, the community is, is what defines what is acceptable okay. for the group. And then they push their legislators to put those things into place, to put those protections into place. So I'm just at the stage where I'm trying to define what protections I think are necessary for okay. the people. But you can't have that discussion until you say, um, so like I'm saying, you know, we're saying right now that you can be fired for something that is not work-related. But we can't protect not work-related behavior until we've had the discussion around what is acceptable mm-hmm. on and off work. Yeah, that's true. So how do you get legislature to, to address that issue? It would take uh, a certain amount of people with enough um, force to get that, get them to even listen when you think. Right. And that's, and that, and so we as a society have have start having to have, have to start having that discussion. We need to have that, have the discussion, which is what I'm trying to do is let's, let's have that discussion. Uh, if a lot of people disagree with the idea that your employer should not be able to fire you for off the work behavior, mm-hmm. you know, if enough people say, no, that it's okay, it's okay. Then that's what we live with as a society. Yeah. But yeah. if enough people say there should be a separation between my private life and my public life, or my, my, my professional life, there should be a set a separation. I should be allowed to make a mistake as a human being and still keep my job. Well, yeah, making a mistake though, is a little bit different than doing you. I, For example, I, I disagree say, with that, but go ahead. Okay. So say, um, I work for corporation X, Y, Z. But I was uh, I was a Confederate sympathizer, mm-hmm. and I walked around when I felt like with my Confederate flag, mm-hmm. threw it on my porch, and so let's say your your job, your corporation finds out about it, and they're like, "Oh no, oh no! What if this guy's posting videos waving his flag?" And the uh, corporation says, "No, we can't have that image." Uh, should they be able to uh, fight that, or you think that's okay? I think I think if you want to, if you're, I think there should be a separation mm-hmm. between between your professional life and your private life. Okay. If you're if you're waving a flag, is promoting an idea. 
-hmm. And I think free speech allows you to promote ideas that aren't necessarily popular. Okay. If that's the case, then I don't think that the company should be able to fire you because you want a wave of Confederate flag. If you are supporting people doing harm to other people because of your Confederate flag waving, then that takes you into another area because okay. creating physical harm to someone or doing something illegal to support your ideologies mm -hmm. then breaches into a, a um, um, legal world where you can be held accountable. And then if you violate the law, it's easy that a company should be able to fire you because you violated the law. It's up okay. to the company to determine if, if they want to give you a second chance for violating, you know, for a, for a, uh, uh, for a um, felony, uh, felonious violation, felony mm -hmm. violation mm -hmm. versus if you got, if you got a ticket for jaywalking and a company fired you, does that make sense? No, no, not at all. Not at all. But we haven't had that discussion too. So, no, no. so maybe if you're jaywalking, you know, in a certain area, then, then there may be something more to it. But as it stands right now, we see jaywalking as more of a nuisance, uh, offense than it is a physical causes harm to society offense. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it wouldn't be that difficult for a company to write into their, uh, clauses, uh, a way to connect certain, like you said, ideology with, uh, ideas that conflict with the company such as being a confederate sympathizer okay even though you may not be out storming the capitol and beating cops with with a confederate flag so i have a tendency to um so i have a tendency and 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 so you know how we got to this discussion was because of social media yes so so if I post something as, as a company representative, if I post something on the internet as a company representative, I can be held to a company morals clause. Right. If I post something as a private citizen, I should not be held accountable from a corporate um, morals clause. Because, okay. because the company pays me for my work and for whatever time I'm on the job, they have um, an expectation that I'm going to do things to better the company. But where, when does a company get an expectation that when I'm not at work for the company, my responsibility is to uplift the company? I just think that's the, the way a lot of corporations tend to look at things. I understand things. that's I where they are. Right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's. Well, that's what I'm trying. That's the end. And that's why we're, we're having a different conversation. I'm saying, is this right or wrong? Mm -hmm. And you're saying okay. this is the way it is. Well, okay. I, I get it. I get okay. it. So 
in order to change things or stop certain uh, corporate entities from projecting their uh, ideology onto your private life has to be more or less written, written, blocked. They have to create legislation where there's a line of separation. Is is that kind of what you're saying? Where- I'm saying yes. I'm saying that 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 if we as a society don't push for that separation, then basically what we're doing is handing corporations the moral authority to determine who is worth who is worthy of feeding their children and who is not. Right. Right. And so corporations hmm. that we know um, and I'll talk about a couple of them tomorrow. They, they're out doing immoral things and then trying to hold their employees to moral behavior. Yeah. And, and I have yeah. a problem with, you know, I have a problem with someone, you know, holding themselves out as moral and holding and holding, helping other, you know, holding other people to high standards and then not achieving those high standards themselves. I agree. And so, and so, and so the social media thing is, and, and, you know, there are obviously several aspects of social media. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, people spouting off at the mouth and how that um, gets them at a, at a backlash, you know, Mm -hmm. have them face a backlash, but, but also it, it helps them legally. So like, um, should someone who um, videotapes a fight mm-hmm. and does not do anything to stop the fight and someone gets killed or seriously hurt, can they be held liable for not putting down the camera and getting physically involved and then posting it to their social media? So are you saying it should, they should be held accountable? I'm I'm asking the question, right? Should they be held accountable because they did not put the camera down Mm -hmm. and then, then posted the video to their social media? Right. I, to my knowledge, they don't have, uh, any written laws that require you to put the camera down and get involved. Now I could be wrong, but. To my knowledge, you're not legally required to do that. Uh, I do think that there are some laws around the country that requires mm-hmm. you to get involved when you see a crime. Even if you're, you feel your life could be at danger? You asked about the law. <laughs> and I, I, I said, there's a law uh-huh. that some people, and so, you know, th- that's a further examination under whether uh-huh. you're going to be uh, subjected to uh, physical altercations yourself that that's right. another part of that discussion but there are laws on the books and places that require you to get involved when you see um illegal activity okay there are people that are required reporters if mm-hmm. they if they walk into a house and they see children being abused they're required by law okay 
to report that. So if, if you are a person, you go into someone's house, you see children being abused and you're taking photographs and you don't stop and physically, uh, stop the abuse and you take and you go and post your video to the internet. You know, how, how should that be handled? Okay. Yeah. I think that's referring to specific, uh, crimes and situations. And I, I agree that those may very well exist. We weren't really talking about those extreme examples. However, I don't think those are extreme. Why, why would those be considered extreme? Why, why would fighting be considered extreme? No, no. The, the, the walking in on child abuse. You feel and, that that's extreme? I haven't seen any videos like that. Okay. I mean, but because you that, haven't seen it, is that, I mean, what? Okay. So I, I, that comes down to defining something as extreme or not. And the reason I, I question that is because when you say that the discussion is extreme, that means it's not normal. And right. that, it, that there's a, that there's an element to it that is um, uh, beyond reasonable mm -hmm. because it's extreme. And, and I don't think that those examples are extreme. I think that they happen. Child abuse happens on a daily basis. Oh, that so child tape, abuse happens. So, so why would taping child abuse, you know, catching someone abusing their child be extreme? I'm th I'm saying that because I don't see the video. Now, okay. maybe people are doing it and what are they doing with the video? I, okay. Okay. So I, I don't see the evidence is all I'm saying. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, I, ju I just think that there are um, a lot of things about how social media impacts our lives on a daily basis that that we just kind of take for granted that we, we don't see all of, we haven't addressed it. We don't address it in our society. We tend to uh, wait till something traumatic happens mm -hmm. before we start examining um, the, the possibilities and then creating solutions to the potential problems. Mm -hmm. So like we've got, we've had several people lose their jobs, lose their livelihood and have to, you know, change their whole lives because of, um, things that they posted on their private time that maybe they should not have gotten fired for, but how many people need to get fired before we do something about it or before we say something about it? Hmm. Good question. Good question. I mean, when this happens, it happens to probably an individual and how do they respond? Who's, who's got their back that's going to support their case. Cause right. in order to fight, you have to fight the system that has all the power and an individual working class individuals more than likely doesn't have the funds to take it to court or to fight it. So like you were saying before, it has to be addressed on a governmental level where they can have laws to make things happen or not happen.
Well, there, we are there. There are people who who have challenged their uh, their determination because of um, a social media post. Okay. Now, um, with that being the case, then you know that that may it, it may happen in a city in St. Louis. Let's say St. Louis. It happens in the city of St. Louis. In order for that to be effective for somebody in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. they have to either, I don't, I don't know what the process is for them to say, you know, Hey, this is, uh, you know, this was a ruling in, in St. Louis and we think that that's a good ruling. And we'd like to see that type of implementation here in Minnesota. Right. But, but going that way, as you and I talked before, uh, right before the show started, society changes so very slowly. Well, yeah. And I think uh, another part of the problem that you just touched on is going from one state to another is the fact that we have 50 states and every state is different. And with the social divide, uh, one state is doing one thing and another state doing something the total opposite. So in order to achieve any kind of national uniformity is a real problem nowadays, getting something bills passed on a national level. That's that's a super very astute observation. Yeah, I mean, look at the crazy stuff going on in Texas and some of these southern states with all the book banning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's done on a state level. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with with what we're talking about. If one state says, "Yeah, we're going to stop uh, this unfair hiring and firing problem," but you know that state says, "Okay." You live in a state bordering that it's okay. They, they can get away with it. Well, that's like that. that, that that's that at will at will yeah. employment. Missouri, uh-huh. mm-hmm. At will employment in some states and union representative in others. Sure. You know, that, that inconsistency means that citizens get disparate outcomes in their living standard simply because we've chosen to not implement any kind of a national standard to ensure that there's a minimum um, acceptable behavior treated towards its citizens. And I think that that's very interesting. So since we touched on that point, states versus federal rights, with all this going on now in the government, do you, do you feel like uniform federal laws or an advantage to the country or more states, separate states rights serve us better? Well, okay. Or so that's another a, conversation. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 well, this is the last comment. So I'm going to give you to you as your last comment. Okay. And then we'll, we'll close out today and, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about uh, our, our uh, thoughts and on uh, the Ukraine conflict um so your question so let me let me restate your question as i see what you're asking me 
Mm-hmm. Am I for states' rights or am I for uniform federal rights, uniform mm-hmm. federal laws? Right. Uh, so I am more for uniform because if you wanted to live in a state, um, if you wanted to move out of state, your job, your, your, the company that you work for is moving its factory from one state to another state. Mm-hmm. And if you want to continue to work and eat, you have to move. Okay. Your concern then becomes, is my standard of living going to be the same in the new state? Because now I have to look and read and find out how the laws differ. Mm-hmm. A lot, a, a lot, lot could differ. A diff- it could be a lot of difference. Yeah. And, and so if we, if we're going to, I'm not saying every law has to be a national, national law. I'm not saying every law has to be the, you know, different regions have different uh, things that they deal with. And those things can be handled on a regional level. But there are certain things that really need to be uh, implemented on a national level. Yeah. Because it, it impacts the ability to live a, 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 a good life the same as everybody else in the state. I agree. And I would say that um, more uniform federal laws would benefit the country as a whole. But we're far from that uh, direction, heading in that direction right now. Yeah, I think I think I think that that I I know of a few laws that I think would benefit, um, and I know of a few laws that aren't necessary to be to be at the the uh, federal level. So, yeah. So that's that. All righty. All right. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow See we you. are talking about Ukraine. Make sure you join us. Uh, Thank you for being here today. We really appreciate it. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the Internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please, like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment, because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy, because they may not be looking out for you.